From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Monday evening and Tuesday morning. I'm Sarah Reif. Last week, when the county was still in the red tier, school boards met to discuss plans to reopen schools for in-person instruction. I caught up with Michelle Hutchins, the superintendent of the Mendocino County Office of Education, about an hour after the governor's address on Monday afternoon. So I think our conversation changes a little bit today, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, so what is, um, what's at the top of your mind about schools reopening today? Uh, <laughs> being that Mendocino County has gone back into the purple tier along with 41 other counties in the state, um, it's uh, not looking like schools are going to be opening anytime soon. Well, one thing that you were saying the MCOE was trying to get together was a testing strategy. We're looking at surveillance testing for staff to resume in-person instruction, which is a requirement for schools. We are focusing on affordable and quick turnaround for the test results. And we're looking for the, the cost of the test to not exceed really like about $115 per test because ultimately this hits our health insurance. And for schools in Mendocino County, the majority of the schools in Mendocino County are self-insured through a small joint powers agreement. And any um, changes in costs would essentially change the uh, type of insurance, not the type, but the cost of the insurance that the employer can can offer the employee. So Ukiah Unified and then there's also a couple of the charter schools are part of the self-insured and FISC is the name of their insurance pool and it's a large pool in several uh, counties in California and districts in California use FISC. The other districts in Mendocino County have pooled together and created um, a smaller, what they call JPA or Joint Powers Agreement for our insurance. FISC has gone with a program that mails the kit to directly to the teacher. Teacher self-administers, sends the kit in. Those kits are expensive though. And so we're looking for a lower cost option truly. Um, and we're looking for something that may have to be self-administered, but monitored so that we're ensuring that it is the employee that is being tested. Another company that we're looking at would administer the test themselves and would charge a certain amount per day and would need to get a minimum of 100 tests per day. That's the cheapest option, but to facilitate that so that schools aren't having to pay a flat fee and not get the total number of tests actually taken in a day, we're trying to determine that that ability in our more rural parts of our county. So it's recommended that um, employees of a school district that's doing in-person instruction be tested once every two months. And teachers would not be precluded from using 
OptumServe or the surveillance testing at their clinics, assuming that the the OptumServe would, I, we're hoping OptumServe continues and becomes a mobile unit throughout the county. And that would be really the most ideal situation for us. Um, so what we're looking at is, um, you know, in case that doesn't happen, essentially. So it sounds like you're busy making plans for every contingency and and can't really be sure exactly what's going to happen, like everybody else. That's been the situation since the summer. So. And it, it's just frustrating that, that to have that be stalled yet again um, by reversal into the purple. However, you know, if schools were serving students under the small cohort guidance that CDE did release for schools that are in the purple tier, when while we were in the red tier, we are considering that as a school being open. So that would allow a school to be able to continue along the path of their reopening plans under the order and guidance of the public health officer. Um, so you may still see some schools moving forward with some reopening. And again, it's completely applicable and allowable um, in the purple tier. Basically, schools are allowed to serve students that either have special needs, have low academic performance, have um, poor internet connectivity at home, um, and they're allowed to see them in small, stable groups of less than 16 people. That's including the adults. So what's next for, for you and MCOE? Well, we're going to continue to, um, you know, develop this testing path for surveillance testing. And then we're going to continue to work with our schools to design strategies meet the new guidance that the public health officer has released so that when schools are ready to reopen, they have those plans in place. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Reif. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News podcast wherever you get your podcasts.